Well, welcome again to another Wednesday night Bible study. We are still in Corinthians. We're beginning chapter 9 this week. Before we get into it, let us say a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you so much for your word. It is precious and holy to us. And I just pray that you open our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us. Give us clarity in your word, O Lord, as we read from the Apostle Paul. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I'm only going to cover uh, two verses tonight, and, and so this is going to be short, but and that's okay, because I think content for the internet uh, really probably does need to be shorter. The people just don't have the attention spans that, that they used to these days. Um, so let's, let's talk about what... Uh, the reason I segmented this way is because Paul is leading into a further explanation about rights and about self-denial. And remember, we had this discussion in in chapter eight about the the you know food offered to idols and the freedom that we have. And Paul said, you know, yes, we have freedoms, but if my freedom, if my right and exercising my right is a stumbling block, I will deny myself to keep from being a stumbling block to somebody else in the faith. Because if I if I cause them to stumble, I'm not only sinning against my brother, but I'm sinning against, sinning against Christ. And Paul says we shouldn't do that. That's obviously nothing that we want to do. So Paul, the statement that he's making is that, hey, you know, yes, we have rights, we have freedoms in in grace, but we we because of those freedoms and because of the fragility of other people's faith, and because that it is it is a, a walk of faith that uh, we must exercise self-control for the sake of our brothers and for the sake of the gospel. So he, he leaves that discussion. He doesn't leave the topic, but he leaves that, that angle of discussion from chapter 8. And in chapter 9, he begins talking about the rights that he has as an apostle. And we'll cover some of that next week in the, in the next session. But tonight, I want to look at these first two verses of chapter 9, where he kind of sets up uh, his argument about himself as an example, using himself as an example of someone who is denying the rights that he has for the sake of others and for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of the message of Jesus Christ and hope in him. So to, to begin that, he sets up with some questions. Uh, in verse one, he says, am I not free? You remember, that's the whole freedom thing we've been talking about in, in chapter eight. He says, am I not, am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are not you my workmanship in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, at least I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. So four questions that Paul asks here that really make me stop and think. The first question is, am I not free? And the second question is, am I not an apostle? And the third question, have I not seen Jesus? And the fourth question is, are you not my workmanship?
So we could all, the answer to these questions is obviously yes, or the answer that Paul wants us to to answer these questions with is, is yes. Paul says, and because remember in verse chapter eight, we're talking about freedom. Uh, are we not all free? We're free. We have freedom in, in the, in Christ, liberty in Christ. So Paul says, I have liberty. And then Paul says, I'm, am I not also an apostle? And he shouldn't have to defend this, but there are people in the Corinthian church who were doubting Paul's authority. When we say his apostleship, we mean his authority. They were doubting his authority over the church, the, his authority to, to give judgment to them, to give them the word of God. And the problem with that, that Paul saw, is if they, Paul was the one that planted the church in Corinth. So if they begin to doubt Paul's authority and Paul's apostleship, if they doubt his mission from Christ, then they must begin to doubt their own faith and their own standing in Christ, because Paul is the one that founded the church. Paul is the one that brought them this message of hope in Jesus Christ. So Paul, and he he does some other more extensive defending of his apostleship in 2 Corinthians, because apparently it was still being challenged. Am I not an apostle? And to to address that question, Am I not an apostle? He answers, he asks two more, have I not seen Jesus our Lord? That's question three. And are, are you not my workmanship in the Lord? An apostle, an actual true apostle of Jesus Christ is someone, as, as according to the scriptures, uh, who has authority uh, over in the church, who has apostolic authority, which means they, their word is scripture. Those are people who have, there's a small group of people who have seen Jesus the resurrected Jesus have and have been have received a a direct mission or a direct commission from Christ himself and and Paul had this direct commission from Christ in Acts uh, what was it Acts chapter nine when he saw uh, Paul uh, when he, when when Jesus stopped him on the road to Damascus Paul received a direct commission from Christ the resurrected Christ. Paul is, there should be no doubt in their mind that Paul is an apostle. And so that's what this, this question is about. Have I seen Jesus? Yes, he absolutely has seen Jesus. Are you not my workmanship in the Lord? That's the, the fourth question. Are you not my workmanship in the Lord? And then finally, he makes a statement. And this is what I where I really want to settle here, right here. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. Now, we're not, I, there are a lot of people today that call themselves apostles. And it may be that they're using a different definition of what an apostle is than, than what I would say. I would say that an apostle is someone who has the authority to write scripture. And that authority is conferred to them by their direct commission from the risen Christ in person, face to face. And it is confirmed by signs and wonders and miracles. And all of that we see in the Apostle Paul. A lot of people today think that because they have a mission, you know, they have a ministry, they say that they are apostles. And I, I just, I don't, maybe they're using a different definition than I am, but I would be careful about people who call themselves apostles, you know, that 
that that raises red flags for me. I'm not saying it's not that they're not of God. I'm just it does raise some cautionary flags for me. But here we have the Apostle Paul saying that that the church in Corinth, the disciples that he made in Corinth. Remember this question: Are you not my workmanship? The disciples that he made in Corinth, they are the seal, which means the they are the the his legitimacy, his legitimate claim to apostleship. And so my question for all of us, and I kind of just want to end this tonight on a question, is what would be the seal of our discipleship? Jesus told the disciples to go into all the world and make disciples. He told us to take up our cross and to follow him and to make disciples. And if we had to produce evidence, like Paul is having to do here, of his apostleship, if we had to produce evidence of our discipleship, what would we turn to? Is, is going to church discipleship? Does that mean I'm a follower of Christ because I show up and sit in a pew? Or in our case, in a chair? Is, is writing my check to the church, is that discipleship? Does that, is that evidence? Does that, is that enough to convict me? Because I'll tell you, a lot of people pay tithes who are not Christians. It's like they're, they're writing a check. And they're making a transaction. They're not giving uh, out of a glad heart. They're not giving out of an overflow of joy. They're transacting business. They believe they're transacting business with the Lord. They're writing a paycheck for their their uh, their good feelings about being okay in the end. A lot of people are doing that. And is that is that a mark of a true disciple? And so the question I would leave you with is if we, and again, it's just going to be short tonight because I just want this, I want this question to set on your mind because I believe that Paul, when we read this, we can, we're, we're meant to be pricked by the word. And if we see this and think, how can I give evidence of my discipleship? Paul had to defend his apostleship. How would I defend my discipleship? What is the evidence? of my discipleship, of my following Christ, being really a Christ follower, giving my life for him and for others. So I just want you to let that rest. Let me write that. What is the evidence of my discipleship? And sometimes it's it's important for us just to kind of step back and take a um, an inventory. I preached on that um, a year or two ago. Inventory. We need to step back and take account and find out where we're lacking. If, if there's not enough evidence to convict me here, if I had to if I had to defend my Christianity to some people because they were doubting it, if I had to defend my Christianity to people who I had led to Christ. And all of a sudden, they were doubting whether or not I was genuine. How would I be able to defend it? That's what Paul's facing here. And I think at some point, we all have to come to this question. What is the seal of my discipleship? And I don't mean that that uh, these people secured Paul's place in the Lord. That's Only Christ secured that, and his work on the cross secured that. What he's saying is this is evidence. 
So what is the evidence of my discipleship? What is the evidence of your discipleship? Something to think about, something to pray about uh, as we move on to the next verses in the next sessions. I love you guys. I can't wait to see you again. Uh, And I'm praying for each and every one of you. Um, God bless you. Bye-bye.